Football Manager Football Show, brought to you by scoreline.ie. It's the Football Manager Football Show. It is episode number 110. Uh, my name is Ken McGuire, joined in studio this week by... The who? Charisma. Yeah, I am here. Uh, you have no <laughs> charisma. <laughs> oh, look at that. He doesn't. That's not even... Stop fucking placating him now. I know, I know, I know. But you haven't, used, you haven't used the charisma before. That's all right. Why, Me? Ca- why charisma? I use charisma every time because I, I walked in here and you were having like a dour conversation about fucking wires or some shit. I'm like, Jesus Christ, this podcast would be fucked without we c- me. We could have had a conversation about how uh, Liverpool beat Man United 7 0 during yeah, the week. could have, like, you well, know, maybe, maybe that's where you get your joy in life. Just shit fucking water cooler banter like I was chatting fuck? to him the other day about it the 7 you know how'd you feel about it don't talk about it don't talk about it that don't didn't talk I, don't, I didn't want to talk about it because Absolutely I couldn't can't. I couldn't fucking watch the game because I'm the only cunt that works on a Sunday here on the sports team you know one of the biggest days in sport and there's one guy on the sports team uh, it's a holy day thank you very much joke I'm at church I don't know where you're at wouldn't be using language like that shocking so I couldn't watch the game <laughs> shocking there's like many of the I games that I can't watch, but I have to talk about at, on the, at the water cooler to when I come in on a Wednesday. And we're going to be talking about games today, but I'm glad to see that everybody's in good form while we um, dissect the world of Football Manager and everything that we have done this week. Uh, the idea for this week was to try and squeeze out July uh, and get through the rest of the preseason. We've pretty much achieved that goal because we're going to be heading into the first round of the DFB Polkal Cup um, next week and the league is going to start proper next week. But we've got transfer business to discuss. We've got friendly fixtures to discuss uh, and all of the rest of it has anybody been sliding into your DMs uh, of late um, Lee Reese called you a thieving bastard yeah, well, that's kind of par for the course really when you were involved do you, in do, you, do, you not, do you not take like a bit of fucking like yeah maybe they're right like do you not take a bit on board no not overly no no you should you, well, should. you should really look at yourself like this season I've bought uh your man, Beljo. Your man, Beljo. Your man, Beljo. It's even bastard. <laughs> hey, look at you know. If you the want consensus to, if you want to is people somewhere. just don't like you, Ken, on, on, out there in this world. That's okay. I'm I I'm, I'm not here to make friends. You're a bit. You're the villain. You're the villain of this podcast. One of us has to. And be. it's not even a gimmick. One I'm the fucking hero here. Mm-hmm. Mr. Charisma. I'm the savior. Captain Charisma. Oh, Captain Charisma. Captain, Captain Charisma. Charisma. Yeah, Christian. That could be your. That could be your superhero name. Well, that's better than what my friends used to call me when I worked in the bank. Which was Captain Capitalism. Oh Jesus! <laughs> well, Jesus. <laughs> hey, I'm here to give you some mortgage. That'd advice. be a shit superhero. <laughs> Capitalism it? isn't a bad word, though. Oh, okay. Let's go with the football manager. Ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Mr. Shapiro. Hey, it's not all like. Go back know. to it there. Yeah, right? okay, how the Western okay. world seems to uh, soldier on. Yeah, that's fair enough. So what has uh, what has Lee been giving out about otherwise? I just said fucking Ken's a thieving bastard. Not in so many words, but that's what he said. Oh, yeah, okay. He just called you thieving Ken. Uh, John Helstead said the highlight of his season end in what could be described as a damp firework. Lost the Conference League 3-1 to Fiorentina. Kept seventh place in the league. So we ran at the conference next season. On the topic of MLS, though, don't. It will bring a full brawn meltdown. Man, I'm, I'm, I, because like I, I had a sniff, and not, not that I was intent on, on buying it or anything. I had a sniff around Apple TV last night to see what they do for the MLS season ticket. It seems very affordable. Like if there was a Premier League ticket available on the level that the MLS season ticket is on, on, um, on Apple TV, I think we'd be all over it. Like you can watch every single game 
all at the same time. There's no broadcast restrictions on it. You get all the review shows, you get all the previews, you get access to all the highlights and everything else. And it's only, it's like a hundred quid for the year or something. Yeah, I think with the Premier League, you know, it's really opened a lot of eyes this year. You know, the way when the, the Queen died um, and the games that were due on Saturday at three o'clock got changed to like Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Yes. But they weren't available. So I think Liverpool, Wolves, Arsenal and Everton Yes, recently, say for example, and there were could, other games too. Man United Leeds at Old Trafford, and they weren't available. Yeah, in, and, and, then, and, watch then, and then that, that that game ended up being the two all. Yeah, draw. it was a brilliant cracker. But like, I think that has opened a lot of people's eyes to the fact that why do we pay extortionate prices and not get access to all the games? Yeah, and you, like you say with Apple TV, oh, man, in I've, the seen, US. I've seen, I've seen, yeah, people. well, Apple TV here. Yeah, you can watch the MLS. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. I suppose my point is, in other leagues, it seems to be the norm that you can access it. Now you look, you look at the Bundesliga too, and they don't want as many games televised. I remember Borussia Dortmund fans had a protest not too long ago that a game was on a Monday night. So there's there's two ways, you know. You don't mm. want to see a shortage in attendances either. Yeah. But you can completely understand why there's so much. Um, illegal streaming of these games because people ultimately just want to watch soccer they love the sport and it's very weird it's kind of it's the only sport that seems to get away with it at the moment Premier League particularly mm. uh, the pricing of how you access physical I, I saw games. somebody uh, somebody online giving out that they're paying close to a thousand pounds in a year to make sure that they have you know subscriptions and then you don't even tickets. get all the games but that's the thing you need yeah. Amazon Prime Video you need BT Sport you need Premier Sport if you're in Ireland but I think that would cover Amazon B- B- Prime B- if you're England to and Sky that's they're changing their name to TNT I don't think it, it's to do with the TNT Turner Broadcasting yeah but uh, yeah they're apparently they're changing their name to TNT which is strange because WWE is on BT Sports so WWE will be on TNT which, which was Turner for WCW. Which was Turner for WCW. Yeah. And uh, like I, my, I my think my 90s wrestling. That, and that's why AEW was on over in America, TNT. Okay. Interesting uh, interesting stuff. Um A few yeah. people sliding into my DMs actually yeah, about yeah, yeah. wrestling. Um like yeah, Connor Searley's going to this big mad event in Doncaster. Uh, Ethan Hawke was, was asking for my thoughts on WrestleMania. Uh, Kai Chip was looking for thoughts on AEW. Now I've realised that they've sent me these DMs like a week and a half ago and I've only literally as I sat down responded to them because <laughs> when you when you said did who's and I'm like oh yeah but I think someone's wrote to me and I, like I'm just terrible with that kind of stuff there's too much shit going on I have a play I have a scoreline I have the comedy night tonight have I written a joke no you have a blossoming German football career <sighs> yeah I have that I have so much going on um, uh, busy boy Jack Best what a name was in touch uh, he's in the so uh, Jack's been doing a RB Leipzig um, save oh, he's in he's in Deutschland with us hey, so he's in the middle of a so, so in, or like earlier in the week he was in the middle of a summer window no bids he's doing a director of football challenge as well so I don't know what that means it means he's allocating all of his transfer business and all of his dealings to director of football and then he's just no, taking care of the can matches can you do that yeah you fucking delegate all that shit he just wants to, you just want to go in, play matches. Oh, don't worry about contracts. Don't worry about wheeling, dealing. Don't worry about. I think that'd be quite interesting. Deals. I think maybe that should be one for us next season because we get so caught up in the transfer business. Oh, yeah. Um, like, um, you, like, hand, you have a pot of money and you just go fucking have it. Like, you can, like, you know, the way you can go to your director of football, you can go, like, I, I want to get this guy. Give me add, some add, suggested targets. Add him as a target or add a player as a target. They'll try and try I him find down. that they do nothing, though, in the game. Some of them can be really shit. Some of them can be like, okay, like, director of football goes in. Oh, I offered him a contract and he rejected it, 
and you're like, what the fucking kind of contract did you offer yeah. this lad? You go in and you kind of Mickey Mouse it a little bit and then all of a sudden you have the guy that you wanted and it's like, why do you have a director of football? But it would be very interesting. Anyway, he has a situation where he was in the summer window, no bids. Adeyemi gone to Man United. His director of football instead gave him four wingers and a striker and a centre midfielder to replace That's him. That's what I'm saying. Like the AI just seems so fucky in it. Yeah. It says it's great on paper, but he really needed a left back. So why did he not get a left back? Uh, he's loaning out academy forwards all over the joint as they won't get any games now. Uh, and he's, oh sorry, it's not Leipzig, it's Salzburg he's with. So he says, tough going. He did finish season one though. He won the league and the cup. Uh, Adeyemi and squad players sold. Director of football signed a centre midfielder, a striker, a goalkeeper, four wingers. All shit. Squad balance and cohesion is destroyed. Dreadful start to season two. Trying to get performances out of new players. There's work to be done. It, like, it could be really interesting to take that part of the game out of your hands and just, you're, you know, you're literally going in to play with the cards that you have been uh, dealt. Martin Brommel was in touch uh, right. as well. Uh, now, this is an issue when you're talking about things being fucky. He said, first time ever coming across this, he's got an FA Cup final. Manchester United versus Brighton. He's Manchester United. It's 2026. There is a World Cup on. And by the look of it, the FA Cup has been delayed until the first week of June. When everyone has gone on fucking... Correct. 18 players on both the Brighton side and the Man United side were unavailable due to call-ups for the World Cup. That has happened to me for their, before. For their countries. So he's had to pad out, both sides have had to pad out their squad with under-21s and under-18s and then let the assistant pick available positions in the team forum from the other heads. Six players made their debuts he did go on and win the FA Cup he won 1-0 a Garnacho goal who thankfully had just returned from his loan with Celtic because nice. the Celtic season had finished and he got him back and Garnacho, I'm guessing wasn't going to the World Cup but it seems really fucking uh, it seems really weird Is that a glitch? Uh, if you mind me asking it's, it's happened to me before I don't know like you would think that in reality that would never happen that would never happen no and I don't know how you end up playing an FA Cup final in June at the same time that stuff is normally kind of shoveled well, into is, yeah is kind it a thing where the game has name. forgot that the FA Cup was moved it's still in the programming that the squad they're all going to go away and they've actually just intersected and crossed over well like it, very, very it probably it probably depends on his Champions League how we did it or in Europe or whatever yeah. um, I can't assume it's Manchester United in Champions League anymore unfortunately but <laughs> you know it probably you shut your fucking mouth it, 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 it probably it's probably to do with the European fixtures and playing so many games and stuff and stuff getting pushed out and pushed out yeah because like they, they pushed out the Champions League into June because it makes for good television mm. as it just bring all that stuff I back think to they, yeah, I think they want to be like oh you know the club season goes from August to June. That's was a terrible idea. Yeah, it's shocking. Yeah, give them fucking. September, is it going to be September more? To May is something. it going to get pushed more now with this new fucking Champions League structure? Is that coming into play next year? I don't know. See that, season, and that's yeah. the thing because Joke. it's likely that new Champions League and structure. Liverpool won't even get to experience it. Was doubtful. Oh. <laughs> I mean, their goal difference took a massive plus. So the other day, what was that? Who'd they beat? Who'd they beat? Ken? Uh, it's, uh, who's the other? All team? right. Do you want to talk about this game? Who's then? the second best team in in um, uh, uh, Manchester? Salford. At the minute. <laughs> <laughs> Rest, okay, very, do you want to talk about that game though for a second like because I didn't get to see much of it but by all accounts United were on top for the first half um, I know Liverpool were one up I seen the Casemiro goal rule offside in fairness it was offside right what happened in the second half because what, what I had it on the TV but I was doing an interview at the time and I looked up and I seen 2-0 and I was like wait did, I, I seen them kick off yeah. and I thought this was the second half kick off and then I looked at the score and it was 
2 0. I was like, oh, 47 minutes. Oh, shit, they're down 2 0. Then I looked up again, 3 0. Then I turned the TV off. <laughs> and then news like let's, what? Let's go back to the start of the podcast. It was like, I was working. What, what, I couldn't so watch so that. What, 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 what actually, no, but I couldn't keep it on the game. I know, I know. So, what actually happened? Like, how did United badly capitulate in it? They just did. Yeah. I, I don't even, I don't I don't think there was anything too particular about it other than because like I've heard I've heard people describe it like everything went wrong for United everything Liverpool touched was like gold have you uh, have I would agree with sorry I would agree with that that everything Liverpool did touch just seemed to end up in the back of the net Bar- and we've played Bar- in games like that like, yeah you do you get that but I do think United gave up the goose Definitely. So it was a was it the fact that United gave up because they yeah. all vehemently came out and denied so, that we like, didn't give up like they some, did give up like there, was a, there, there was a goal was a Salah's second where Garnacho, who was only on the pitch, Fernandez. I'm pretty Fernand- sure Luke Shaw, and they're, they're all just standing there while Harvey Elliott's running in. Luke Shaw, I think, had a fairly tough game. Now he came out. Game, he yeah. came out afterwards, and he was he I was there that. to kind of berate people and go, "Oh, you didn't do this. He didn't." It was like, "Man, you need to take a look at yourself. You had a fucking terrible game." Yeah. 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 I, I, fair, I, well, I hate all that fucking uh, like written notes and then pasted or take a screenshot oh, of your note and paste. Jesus, oh, fuck up! Like you lost seven 0 you know, don't be apologise that we've let ourselves down. Oh, who gives a shit? I don't think it's the end of the world for Man United, to be fair. No, it scared them badly, but whatever. But it does go to show they're not good enough to win the league, a lot of those players, yeah. I think. I No, well... They've buckled in a big game. They've buckled in a big no, game. No, but when there. you're talking about they're buckling in a big game, right? So the squad depth isn't really there. But you mentioned that Leeds game that got pushed back and stuff. They've been playing every fucking three days. You don't lose seven, Shane. Oh, you don't. No, you Batting don't. And it's a, and, and it's the second half performance where they conceded six, right? But you're 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 looking at forty five minutes in a in a like as, a block, as the big yeah. yeah it, like there's so much more that goes into that. They're coming off big games in League Cup finals. They're coming off big games in by against Barcelona. Like I remember them getting spanked five nil by Newcastle, five nil by Chelsea, yeah, but like, and then going on to win the league. I like to play devil's advocate live uh, a little bit. Liverpool will win the Premier League and then get spanked seven two by Aston Villa. Exactly, I think it's yeah. different. I think it's different. This team is a history of a big time. They do I, well against Liverpool. They, they folded against Brentford. They did. They folded against Man City. They did. They folded against Aston Villa. This they Man did. United team. Not to say they haven't been good. That's not. I'm not saying they're, they've been very, very good this year. The job Ten Hag has done is good. When you talk about getting to the next level, there's a couple of those players aren't good enough to be in the starting eleven, in one, my opinion. Luke Shaw being one. I, I think Luke Shaw is having a bit of a renaissance. No, but he like, is. But if you're talking about you, talk, you look at City and Liverpool, the standards of their fullbacks, say for instance. Consistent every week. Now Alexander Arnold's dropped yeah, off. I, Liverpool well, are a mess. Like that. That was that was a big uh, big talking point as well. Is when you put why put Fernandez out on the left on Trent Alexander Arnold. Like that makes no sense. Mm. So well, like that, a lot a lot of the blame went to Ten Hag as well for for. Well, I think that's another thing. There is such a difference between top four and title. Yeah. Look at the amount of mistakes Liverpool have made this year. They've been disgraceful in some games themselves. Chronic. And there's still a fair chance. I actually do think, and I have constantly said it, that they will make the top four. Because you can drop a lot of points to make the top four. Man United will make it this year. You talk about winning the league. Arsenal have slipped up, what, two or three times recently? And City are right on their coattails. That's what I'm saying. The next step for Man United, they're going to have to clear out some of those players from the starting 11, in my opinion. The likes of Luke Shaw, Diego Dallo, is he really good enough to win a league Diego title? Diego right, 23. At right back, is he really good enough? He's twenty. He's only 23. Aaron Wan-Bissaka. And you look, is De Gea good enough? You look, look at, at the, some of the mistakes you look at many United teams that have won where they've had the likes of Darren Fletcher in the centre midfield for the majority of games. Michael Carrick. You won't, you yeah, won't, but cushioned either side by Paul Scholes. And but that's what he's done now. He's, he's cushioned lads with the likes of Rafael Ver. Two World Cup winners are your centre-back parent. You know what I mean? Casemiro, oh, who, yeah. who's ageing and the... 
the age at times does tend to show you see him hobbling about the pitch you've seen it against Liverpool in the second half you know he's hobbling about the pitch he can't play that many amount of games and I know he was suspended for three games in a row but like there, there's a lot of games coming thick and fast that Leeds game it's diabolical that they played Leeds on a Wednesday night and then had to go and play mm. him again on Saturday or Sunday because uh, it was deemed that they couldn't play the fixture due to the Queen dying like all that shit mounts up especially when you're still in Europe especially when you're doing the FA Cup especially when you're in the League Cup now it might be Ten Hag's fault for not being able to rotate as much he had Jaden Sancho gone he's brought in Weghurst and Sabitzer and Eriksson is gone and all the excuses that you want but like he hasn't brought on like Palestri had a good um, a good show in any cameo that he had and he's yeah, not getting any are, are, United, yeah, are United well. physical enough to win the league? I think uh, that's maybe another thing. I think that's why everyone loves Casemiro so much as well he's not like the Roy Keane tackling kind of guy he's more like he does a lot of interceptions he reads the game very well but like if you if like but is any team physical anymore? Who's physical now? Liverpool were physical in a different way now I'm not talking about like in terms of as you say Roy Keane hitting hard I think those days are done really but like when you talk about like running power aggression in your face constantly and with United it feels a bit like maybe they lack in those areas sometimes and also for me the goalie and the striker aren't good enough like you can't mm. win any title without a good goal. Man United scored more goals though with Weghurst in the team. I know, but he's not good enough though. No, but look, but like when we like talked when we talked about Cristiano Ronaldo, we had an argument last year at the the, at the golf at the golf yeah, at the Irish Open, Irish Open where we were talking, and you were proved right to be fair to him, right? But when we talked about Cristiano Ronaldo, we're talking about goal scorers. He was the player of the year last season. He was top goal scorer yeah. at Manchester United and all that kind of stuff, right? And you had said that. Even though he was the main man getting all the goals, getting all the plaudits, he negatively impacted the team. It's the reverse now for Weghurst, isn't it? Oh, I agree. No, I actually think they should sign Weghurst if they get him on the cheap. Yeah. As like a third or fourth striker, for instance. Um, man United have had him down the years. I can't think. But you remember they had like Louis Saha. Louis Saha, yeah. You know, whoever, whatever it might be. But like, they should just sign Harry Kane. And they should have signed him three or four years ago. But like he would, he's not going to be a negative influence on the team. He'd be like a exactly Van, Van Persie esque, to an extent. But I think there's another five years left in Harry Kane. I'm not his biggest fan. I don't think he'll turn up maybe in big European games. But in terms of getting 20, 25 goals to win a league title while also contributing to the team off the ball, in terms of getting the best out of other players, I think he's your man personally. Now I might be wrong. I don't know, but. Um, when you talk about win the league I would sign Harry Kane I think to win the Champions League I think the concern is when Robin Van Persie signed uh, it was so good and then there was a bit, good bit of a drop off right after that and then mm-hmm. by the time Louis Van Hal was in there he, it was just dropped altogether so the David Moyes era didn't really work all around but like Van Persie from so being so prolific for Arsenal being so prolific for Man United and then just dropping off and we've seen sharp declines in players as well you look at Alexis Sanchez you look at Fernando Torres when a striker is somewhat done they're well, done Harry Kane's not done yeah but like uh, oh, they, I'm saying the cause of concern there it could happen abruptly yeah exactly I don't know because he's not you look at those two players they're very dynamic energetic players reliant on their pace and dribbling ability or whatever I don't Kane, think Van Persie was reliant on no, his pace no but I think there was different things there where Fergie left immediately afterwards and whatever there was a transition in the club if you look at Harry Kane though I mean he's never been a fast player running in behind yeah. on the you know running channels or whatever because I mean, you imagine Kane dropping deep and Rashford making those diagonal runs at the fullbacks but that's, that's what Weghurst that's, that's what Weghurst but Weghurst hasn't got the ability to play the pass as Kane does or, or finish as much as Kane does I, I, I think his passing ability is underrated Weghurst yeah. you think if Weghurst plays 38 games in the number 9 position for Man United next season they can win the league 
Oh, yeah, I suppose. There you go. Possibly. Interesting question. It's, it's possibly, though, because it's opening up avenues for different players to think, score. I think it's, it's possibly opening it's up. It's all hypothetical. Opening up an avenue for us to dive into a Premier League save and try and tear apart uh, Spurs and, and everything else. You can listen to this. That would be fun. You can listen to this type of dynamic discussion on Scoreline every weekend from 2 to 6. So getting back to football. Get manager. onto the KCLR app, <laughs> download it, and you'll hear me and Robbie... Every Saturday from two to six. Now, to be me fair, as, as the football manager, football show, we haven't had much of a big discussion about football uh, of late, so um, it's nice to get it. But we do have games. That Gary we Miller about underscore well. gamer twelve just said shout out. Go check out the podcast at, at FMS show at Absolute Ball Pod at UBS Podcast at the FN Pod and at FMT Pod. Sweet. Um, um, so yeah I didn't even know Other people do Football Manager Podcast They stole our gimmick They did uh, Tyler Devine The man with the What a name Classiest name In the world of Football Manager uh, We've been uh, Trading messages Across the week He has left Newcastle After a couple of seasons He Newcastle. is well deep He's into 2040 In his save He's gone 18 years 19 years Into the future uh, He's now had his First few games At Porto he stepped back from Newcastle. He's gone to Portugal. Um, Robbie Sight going swimmingly. He's like that's uh, a bitch. He had won three three of five Champions League titles that oh, he contested with Newcastle. He oh, won sorry. four of the last five Premier League titles with Newcastle. He's won. Klopp is still at Liverpool. It's about to be twenty forty in his save. Um, but he's doing well at Porto. Porto are now the kings of Europe. They have all the money. They have all the players. All you had to do was just like get into the editor, Ali Ken, uh, and and hang on like eighteen years, and then Porto will be class. Uh, Danielson still at Southampton sitting top of the championship in January he was also offered the England job on the side so he took that too hoping to win promotion side hustle huh and then uh, possibly start a new save with the new transfer update uh, and uh, we've uh, had a look oh Brendan Pin was on just to plug his YouTube channel as well he's got two rebuilds of Liverpool and Southampton he says they're going fantastic on YouTube he's a long way ahead of how many episodes are actually available to watch but the themes he's creating oh my word FMGNG he says their home games are all played at the Viva hopefully we'll Upgrade to the UCD bowl one day. Oh, I had asked him because he's doing a he's doing a university challenge with UCD, oh. and he's well into Colin Whelan will still be there, wouldn't yeah, he? He should be. He's well into a European adventure. Uh, okay. You can check him out on uh, YouTube. He's about Gavin se- Hoolan as well. Seventy odd, uh, seventy odd episodes in there. Gavin Hoolan, Kenny players. A lot yeah. of people on the Football Manager Football Show was celebrating Gavin Hoolan's brace against Southampton. Except the Southampton fans. Yes, uh, Jack Best tagged us in uh, Benjamin Sesco when you know you know scoring a hat trick. Yeah, uh, in the Space of seven minutes. We're going to be coming up against Esco this year. He's, oh, he's with Leipzig. He's started with Leipzig, yeah. Yeah. Which is going to be an interesting one. And just a shout uh, to a blog post I was reading this morning from. Was it your own blog post, Ken? It was not. Uh, from AFM Old Timer. It's a new post uh, worth a look. Where's FM Elder, actually? His uh, thought process when signing players. Uh, miss you, Namely, Davy Fratesi for his buyer, O Foresight. Uh, and footballmanageraddict.com. Uh, a good read this morning as well on the Wonder Kid Factory, part 27, the greatest much, Columbia manager ever. How much time do you spend on Football Manager in a week? Uh, uh, this is about six minutes. Yeah, um, so uh, this week, uh, Germany, we are into we're into uh, July. We're running things down. We've a couple of transfers. We've the last of the preseason friendlies. We have the draw for the first round of the cup. Uh, I'm straight into league action. Uh, sorry, league? straight into uh, the final of my friendly cup. I should oh, say. Yes. Um, 
so we had the semi-final of the Friendly Cup which was on the 15th and then like less than 24 hours later we have the next game which is the final uh, we play Slova and Bratislava and keeping it fairly brief we line up with about half the team that started yesterday um, because they're able to start uh, just about and the others are absolutely not uh, ridiculous scheduling when you start seeing alarm icons for the conditioning of players in your training and your, your weekly build up uh, they pepper us with shots across the game 28 in total they get uh, on goal we're fairly balanced we're playing much slower football we're playing possession football Bore scores after 15 minutes set up by Kamada then Kamada scores 10 minutes later set, set up by Colo uh, Moani we're tuning up at half time we made a handful of changes at the break we go slow for the entire 45 minutes of the second half I get Joe Scally sent off uh, on 66 minutes we're down to 10 men they score directly from the free kick it's 2-1 but we hold out for the win and we win the friendly cup the end first bit of silverware oh fuck off come on come on give it, you off. gotta give it to me no I'm not giving you shit are you are you claiming that as silverware <laughs> that's what it says you got that's a notification ju- saying hey well done you won your friendly cup it's like oh fuck it it could be a teacup or yeah something. that's oh. right it's not, it's not silver it could be porcelain it's a fucking it's a voucher for it's, Domino's it's not going to get me any money and I had to play two games in 24 hours and destroy half my team in the Boo-hoo. process of it boohoo um, you're not claiming that you're not claiming that at the end of the year I can't <laughs> no okay God, sure. no I that's can't like I can't to be fair the Audi Cup. oh Jesus Christ I know that's actually, did you see that, that thing that about Christian really Eriksen and like like haven't since he left Tottenham he like went away, won a Serie A, died, came back, died to life. came back to life, represented his country at the World Cup, and then won a domestic English trophy before Tottenham did. Yeah, that's madness. That's uh, that's him. Uh, but we start uh, this week with the games proper, at least in my preseason tour. Uh, we're going to Kapfenberg before we get into that's any kind really of fast. transfer business. Uh, playing a four-four-two diamond, lads. Oh, la Katama. Yeah, uh, Valkyrie as an AMC. Um, my it's Valkyrie. Valkyrie, who's uh, from Finland but born in Scotland, I think. Nice. But luck with. I love when that happens. Like Eric Dyer, he was like. He's Portuguese. He's played with Sporting, yeah. uh, but he's like English. proper English, yeah. like kind of accent. Uh, so we're going two up top, uh, Bore and Colomuani side by side, because seemingly when you do that, they connect very well. I did not know that because I was. Did you just buy Moani? Uh, no, he was in the. Well, he was in the team. I think I was looking at him last year for sport. I'm not entirely sure, but uh, Wolves have been hounding me across all of last night with bids up to 40 odd million quid to get him away sure sell him then he's got no interest in, in leaving I said give me 60 and they said no but they said I'll give you 50 I'm, I'm, I'm kind of teasing it out because eventually they'll come back they'll find money somewhere and then I'll be like fuck it now I have to I'm going to buy Ruben Neves off you you bastard yeah, <laughs> watch uh, Ken now actually go buy Ruben Neves because he has a bit because I book. heard his name yeah. I heard what is this Ruben Neves you heard me say his name half an hour into the game we get uh, Muani header off the crossbar it's the second time in the first half that we've hit the woodwork uh, but by half time it's scoreless uh, I have to which watch. isn't good because we're scoreline yeah and uh, Mario got it. Uh, four separate occasions gets the ball I don't know if this is a thing match engine thing we were giving out gripes about all the mad long shots that we had to deal with before the winter update and now I've watched him bring the ball into the box almost to the six yard box and then fire it over the crossbar 
four times in the first half. Uh, Belgio comes on for Valakari. Bore swaps around with him, so he's playing as an AMC. Uh, 48 minutes in, Almami Toure gets the first of the game, set up by Jakic, who I'm giving a new contract to. Uh, he's going to be starting midfielder for the These season. are friendly games. You don't need a fucking blow-by-blow. Uh, it's very, it's blow. very short. It's very short. I don't know. It so feels like lovely short for six hours. Belgio gets the second goal of the evening. Bore drops deep, through ball him on the edge of the box, snaps out first time, makes it 2-0. Belgio through on goal, 68 minutes, tries a little dink, defender whips it away. Cola Mouani with one from about three yards out, again, blasts it wide. Uh, Belgio gets the second, makes it 3-0. Kamada shoots, takes a deflection, sends the ball skyward. He's at the back post, heads it down into the goal. And then Jens Petter Hag, remember the name, because Toure is the provider, lovely float ball in from the right back, uh, heads it down to make 4-0. 10 subs across the second half, get a full run out for the squad 4-0 first pre-season friendly we're going to we're going to dominate the Austrian second division or whoever I'm playing I have a feeling they're in Austria I don't know who's who's up first I'll let him do it okay. I just, I, I'm still trying to get over you fucking announcing Belgium's name like this is it's not funny like it's it's it just shows how bad of a player you are <laughs> where do you go where do you go Robbie Floyd Stoffer say that again Florida Stoffer okay Florida Stoffer um, Matoma has a chance but it's well blocked and then Oud has a free kick that's saved uh, I, I have to say right um, I'm not really concentrating on these games a lot so bear with me with the notes um, Oud has another chance after that that's Mark Oud that is he's my number 9 big man up front um, that's well saved at the near post I'm absolutely dominating I don't even know what division this crowd are in uh, I'm half watching it half kind of doing my own thing Catterback who's playing left back and having a good pre-season he gives it to Martel who is my holding midfield player alongside Leboschke or something I'll get his name later on in the podcast but um, Martel swings in a lovely cross for Oot to head even though it's away from goal he's kind of spiralling back um, trying to think of a goal like it if anyone remembers Ronaldo's in the Copa del Rey final in 2011 at the Mestalla against Barcelona not as good as that but something like that where he's glancing back but he gets the power uh, really good header 1-0 up after 40 minutes half time Matoma who of course for people that weren't tuning in last week why wouldn't you but anyway uh, he's the Brighton left winger I've signed him he plays the back to catter back again they have a good link up I must say down the left wing he finds Martel in the middle and Martel's kind of part of an access there which Matoma and catter back that are kind of doing well in these preseason games he curls it from 25 yards with his right foot it's just one of those beautiful goals from left edge of the box where the, the right footer just curls it starts outside the post swings it back in right into the top corner no chance for the keeper tuning it after 53 minutes coasting along quite nicely they're pretty poor if I'm being honest with you they get their first chance when it crosses headed straight on my keeper it was probably a good it was one of them I think a top quality striker someone like a Thomas Muller in the league or whatever um, would have finished it but it was straight on my keeper so an easy enough save for Schwab uh, Martel Catterback and Mitsoma are impressing down the left and I take a 3-0 lead after 70 minutes because a switch of play finds Matoma who crosses on the volley brilliantly for Mark Oot and I have to say one thing about Oot um, he is about Oot 
that right? A, a boot dude. A boot dude. Uh, he's always in the six-hour box. He's always where you would want your striker to be. So while he might lack in some physical attributes in terms of pace and running in behind, uh, he's quite a big, sturdy fella and he's in where it hurts. So that's good to see. Trina it up. Carter back, who um, crosses again for Ud, who's shown serious prowess in the air with a brilliant header. So he gets his hat-trick. I'm 4 it up after 72 minutes. And that's it. Close to victory, really. It was a good performance and results. So happy enough. 16 shots to 3 for me. 8 of them were on target so that's good 69% possession so again like last week even though I did lose last week to Mach and Glockback, um the control possession style is working because I'm dominating the ball so that's good and also putting the ball in the back of the net for the first time today Oot had a 9.5 rating which is the highest I've had for any player since I've started playing football manager um, really? even over last season like good games from Taremi nobody's yeah well, nobody f- got a hat trick to be fair that sure. I can think of maybe Taremi got one yeah. Maybe Terrain we got one, but definitely not a nine point five rating. But there was something about it, like he just really stood out in this game. Any of me watching it, so um I wasn't surprised when I seen how high his rating was. Although on FIFA I will say if you get a hat trick you get a ten. No exceptions, even if you get a sending off. Now I might be wrong in that, but so I was expecting a ten, but nevertheless Why did you sound so confident when you're saying it if you might be wrong? There you go. I suppose you might want to ask Ten Hag that after last week as well. All right, Captain Capitalism, where do you go for your first game of the week? I go to the physio room because Luca Ivanovic, they were going to have some problems with these names as well. Out for four to five weeks, he's a good attacking midfielder. Uh, I sold a finger a winger as I won't be playing wingers and I confirm Martin Ellingson from Molde. He can play defensive midfielder, this defensive centre-back. The, the Molde guy you were teasing us last week. Yeah, I don't know, you know, a bit of scouting, like, you know, that's part of the game. You wouldn't know anything mm-hmm. about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I completely forgot who was on my team now, to be fair. So um, I'm done transfer wise, pretty much. I've seen Darmian is gone to Porto, the former Manchester United mm. and Inter Milan player. That's because um, Manafa left. I, I, I was looking for Darmian mm. myself because it would have been a nice loan option for the right. Um, I, I tend sometimes as well. Um, like you do for all your transfers is to go towards names that are familiar I'm playing a team called OEDT from Austria uh, it sounds more like a wrestling promotion yeah. OEDT 5-3-2 uh, um, Austria is your favourite country isn't so it because f- they give f- birth to one of your favourite people Jesus Christ <laughs> wow Arnold Schwarzenegger wow. Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> wow oh, Arnold Schwarzenegger so you're going you're going 5-3-2 for the season yeah I'm not going to tinker at all okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, first five minutes I thought it was getting battered I was like oh what the fuck is happening and it then I re- my 5-3-2 no but then I realised that like um, I was in my away kit uh, that's what I thought I was the red team and I was like fuck this, they're all over me this Austrian team and I was like oh wait no uh, I hit the crossbar from a corner seven shots none on target in the first 15 minutes I'm like I'm reliving a nightmare uh, Kyoto then starting and he gets uh, a goal ruled out I was like fuck then uh, the second goal ruled out as my 35 year old wing back <laughs> scored what was deemed offside That's it. I'm not even going to na- mention his name he's going to be 35 year old from now on uh, Kyoto scores on the 35th minute this is your uh, where, do you, where do you Senegalese? Uh, yeah, Seku. Maybe is I don't know. Name. I just bought him from RB Salzburg. Yeah. Uh, Kalmar, who was another, <laughs> who was another uh, signing with a lovely ball. Kyoto just dinked it over. Then my thirty-five-year-old right back scores a lovely cross. Co- co- uh, scores a lovely kind of cross shot I don't know how to curling shot that's what I should have said uh, cutting in from the left half time 22 shots 4 on target uh, Cordova who I was trying to sell uh, made a 3 in the second half and I just have written bleh handy there bleh bleh uh, transfer wise you you say you're you're done 
Uh, were you looking for anything in particular? Um, I realised then when I was doing this because you're about 15 subs or whatever in the friendly yeah. and I realised I was like oh shit I have like I'm playing three centre backs and I don't think I have the cover in case like maybe two get injured or yeah. one get injured and stuff I know I can play Ellingson now as a centre back I have Reese Oxford who people might remember used to play with West Ham I have a few lads in there with names that I can't pronounce um, and I won't do them a disservice by trying um, so they'll all have nicknames this season but yeah I was like oh fuck I have a, I have a lot of like I have a lot of wing backs and a lot of like attacking right and left sided mm. players but what I liked about the team is that there's a lot of uh like a, lads can fill a lot of positions so like I think I showed you a player and it could have been Kalmar and he can play all oh, on the left all yeah, down the right yeah. up top attacking midfield he's quite competent in every area not to say that I'm going to be playing him in that area or that I'll be tinkering but at it, all but it gives you options but yeah and that's pretty much widespread throughout the team like I have a guy who can play right wing back right midfield attacking right midfield striker AMC MC and you're just like oh sweet mm. uh, but like only four Centre backs, especially with that like guy wanting to go on holiday. Yeah. So um, yeah, that that's probably my biggest concern. Now I did get an offer for a guy called Yago. Now Yago is the name of one of the greatest villains of all time in Shakespeare, Othello. So I was like, I want to keep a guy called Yago. Yago is also the name of the parrot in the Aladdin movie. Uh, yeah, but that, that, but now I definitely want to sell him. Uh, no, but because I like Yago, I'd be like having a player called Joker. He'd be like, yeah. yeah. So Yago's one of the greatest literary villains of all time. Palace wanted him. They offered 2.5 billion. I was like, fuck off. How about 7.5? And they went, yeah. Oh, shit. And I went, oh, shit. How did that work? Um, that does, that's not supposed to work. That's not. And I've noticed it a few times. I've noticed it a few times in this save. Um, but then I realized he was worth 9.5 million. So I was like, oh, fuck. Cancel that shit. Um, and then I triggered his contract extension. Okay. So he should be worth more theoretically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we'll see how that goes. I might sell him because I, I don't have enough centre backs, and I don't think Fabio Martins is going to cut it as a, a left wing back. Uh, uh, no, Jesus, no, definitely not. Um, no, centre backs also uh, a slight problem at Frankfurt. I have, th- I think I have three, um, or I have, I have not so much that like I don't have anybody who's just a centre back yeah. they're either like a centre back and they can play on the right or, or a centre back, back and they can play on the left but nobody who's just like an, an out and out centre back um, defence is defence for me on the on the transfer side of things uh, I, I do make a signing of, of one uh, defender I've brought in a, a midfielder Oscar Fraulo from Borussia Mönchengladbach uh, and I've brought in Tobias Beck uh, from Ingolstadt he's a loser baby um, but he is going to come back in at the end no, of the no, season so he's been loaned back no, to that, the no. club Are you, Robbie you've bought already so I, yeah. have you a view on like this season are, are you looking at anything kind of you know positionally where Cologne needs to improve or where you think you would shop for I haven't a clue um, I, I, you were talking there about players that can play in all different positions I barely know where a player should be assigned, I don't. How do you check that? I'm really what? clueless. Like, like if you're so like if you're so like, like if I, I'll give you an example. Sorry now, um, this is kind of a half a tangent. Uh, Smatch Pozzo was injured. He was my right back, so I put Smatch in, and then it became out to Smatch was really disappointed because he was playing out of position, but said defender beside his name. So I was like, he couldn't be. Well, you can't see. I don't so know. It, it'll say defender beside his name, but it may also it should also say defender with a position. So it'll be defender center or defender left or defender right. How this Why doesn't it just say right back? It does. Also, are you going to say how did I finish above you in Portugal? 
That's a lovely That's throwback actually to season. Exactly. I was about to, about, see, I was about to say, how did this fucker finish above me? <laughs> lovely throwback to season yes. nine, the summary um, of which you can get like, online. Yeah, but like, I'm, look, I'm looking at it and I'm like, yeah, good plug there, Ken. Um, the, I don't know. I don't get it anyway. I just put them where I want anyway. I'm the manager. Well, I say goes. A, a top class manager said that once. Yeah, I'm the gaffer. And what I say goes. <laughs> you know, we I'm we the, did beat San Marino with him in charge. I'm the gaffer. Barely, but stand, we did it. Standing beside Bobby Robson. Genie yeah, man, Jesus, Bobby Puppet put the hood up, didn't he? Puppets, lads, puppets. Jesus Christ. Um, so uh, okay, well, we'll get into the, the, well, last the transfer. Sorry, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. Only signed players I know. So Matomo has been good, but um, I'm going to try and sign Kyogo for a hashi. Okay, I don't know. Celtic to play uh, to play where up front? Yeah, I don't know where. If I don't know if he is needed. Okay, um, I don't know if I can. But he scored. Him. He scored a brace in the Scottish League Cup. So Robbie Watson, basically. All right. Okay. Well, like I actually really like him as a player to yeah. watch in real life. Celtic are really good at getting Toma. fucking strikers, though. When you think about it, like Pierre van Huydonk, Paolo Di Canio, Henrik Larsson. I know they brought in Chris Sutton and uh, fucking uh, Kai John Hartson. Uh, yeah, John Hartson at Celtic was great. Uh, More so than Hartson at West Ham. Robbie Keane. Edson Adard fucking Moussa Dembele say Robbie Keane well, Robbie Keane wasn't in his pump then was he no he wasn't but he's still Robbie Keane Rabs Keane you know playing for mm. his 13th boyhood club Georgius Samaras Samaras was fucking a beautiful oh, man what a man beautiful second man second coming of Christ Jesus and, and think of it you know Chris Sutton you, no? you know Chris Sutton yeah. his only Premier League goal for Chelsea came in that 5-0 thrashing of Manchester United that I described earlier Contrary, lads Kind of went downhill for Chris Sutton after Blackburn. Bar Celtic. And of like course. If you, if you take it out of it. We go Norwich. 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 Was Norwich before Blackburn? The, was he with Norwich when they were good at the start of the Premier League? 90s football bingo. When, Mark Viduka. When Brian Gunn was in goal. Remember Mark Viduka? Viduka played yeah. up front for Celtic. He, he did. fucking did before he went to Leeds by. Dang. See, Van Dyke basically played up front for Celtic because there was no defending to do. Yeah. Now, now we're going back. Well, that was easy. It kind of lumped the ball in on top of the tall lad and he'll get it in the back. Jersey's goal day. was against St. Mirren. Maybe it wasn't. I probably have the team wrong. Where he just literally glides up the pitch and <laughs> just—it's honestly like a man in a child's game. And I know that that phrase is used a lot, but he just kind of doesn't ever accelerate. Yeah, he just runs and nobody can catch him or touch him because he's so physically imposing. I wish he Rangers fan that. Kenny Dalglish. I wish he still did that. Rangers fan Kenny Dalglish. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kenny Dalglish grew up Celtic legend. Yeah, but Kenny, Kenny no Kenny Dalglish grew up supporting Rangers. Yeah, and then he, then he went. Did to you ever read his book? No. Fascinating. The King. Yeah. Fascinating, oh, really, yeah. really good book. I uh, grew up supporting Rangers, uh, played with Celtic, um, hates Liverpool. That's pretty much. <laughs> the, I, I, I would Jordan Henderson was a Manchester United fan growing up as well. He apparently. was. Yep. Then, Vaghorst touching the Anfield sign the other day. Yeah. I thought a lot was made out of that. He said he, 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 said he tried <laughs> to, to, to wind him up, to wind up Van, Van Dyke or something. What was yeah, he yeah. doing? But like, who There's gives a shit? Like, don't do. I just think you never give people an excuse. That's my opinion. People are. People are dickheads. Yeah, they work thanks. under that precipice and you'll be fine in life. Not like you're a Man United player. Just don't touch the sign. I agree that a lot was made out of it, but a lot was going to be made out of it. Do you know? Because people are dickheads. Mm-hmm. So yeah. don't placate them. But you have to... I, I would have preferred if he came out and was like, yeah, I wanted to fucking touch the sign. Big deal. 
Oh, maybe God, it was his. Maybe that. it was his lifelong thing that he just always wanted to touch his time. And the media it, have been making. But that's gone. You know. That's gone when you're playing for Man United. Yeah, true enough. You know, you're getting paid a lot of money to represent one of the biggest sporting institutions in the world. You don't touch your rival sign. Sorry. About On that note, um, sorry. Uh, sorry. Next round of friendlies, uh, we go. Uh, we as in Eintracht Frankfurt head to Sack 1914, uh, heading towards a defin- uh, definitive lineup. Now I think we've had. This is our fourth game of the preseason. Uh, opt for a 4-2-3-1 to start Belgio has the ball in the back of the net with 22 seconds on the clock uh, Bore as the AMC with the setup there lofted through ball from about 30 yards back Gotcha skims the uh, crossbar two minutes later we are off and running he actually gets the second on 35 minutes haven't been told to calm it down with the shots uh, Mbimbe 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 I don't know some fucking young lad we signed from Paris uh, rolls one out to the edge of the box uh, he's just hitting right in the edge of the D hits it first time smokes it 2-0 uh, Endica with a short cross to Bore who hits a volley on the 6 yard line 37 minutes we're 3-0 up Belgio Bore off Falakari Ali Akman come on Smolcic and Fraulo come on for the second half uh, we finish out the game with a 4-2-2-2-2-2 and win 3-0 uh, lose Almami Torre though for a fortnight an injury he carried through the first half I didn't take him off early enough aggravated it uh, and he's gone kind of a I don't know a tight hamstring or a twisted hamstring or a hammy hamstring or something along those lines um, and we get two games left to go we get Riyadh uh, and I'm going to have Chelsea which I didn't actually realise that I was going to have turns out to be a decent game um, Shane uh, second round of friendlies for you uh, second round of friendlies I'm still in Austria um, but before that I changed skins mm. so I busted around um, I just I don't know I was getting kind of fucking tired of just looking at the same thing and I seen it as cool skin it somewhat looked reminiscent of like say football manager 15 or something and I was yeah. like alright I'll try and change it up and then I did it but it was really kind of it looked cool for a minute but like the stuff that I was used to yeah. in the sense that say the way the skin was set up you know the way on the screen you have say match events Yes, this is on the on the match screen. On the match screen, yeah. you know, you'd have match events. I had to scroll down to look at the match events and I didn't like that. Yeah. Um, I like is, having them there you so, you can, so you can goals, click on... You can, yellow cards. Exactly. Blah, blah, blah. You can click that on... Thing, is it? Yeah, you can click on the incident. Yes. You can, you can click <laughs> you're, on the You're number. literally looking at it every time you go to watch a match and it has so, the score had, of the game on the left-hand side with the details of what is happening in the game. Now, I'm sure that there's a way to adjust out all that and stuff, but there were certain things that I didn't like. And it was cool visually. I didn't think it was as close to the old school stuff that I wanted yeah. I seen your skin that was pretty cool yeah. the one that you have on so I might kind of mess around with that I've seen yeah. some fucking outlandish ones as well what the fuck are people thinking if you're playing it like that you're a psychopath if anybody is curious I am using the 2023 version of Zealand's skin you can download it from fmscout.com yeah I don't are you? No, he doesn't know what the fuck we're the talking fuck about. It's a skin. It's how you change the visual appearance. It's something that you put the lotion of on the game. I just know the fucking. Or you get the fucking the, hose, bitch. With, um, <laughs> Fortnite. The th- different skins. You don't play Fortnite. No, do you? I don't play Fortnite. Yeah, yeah my younger brother. Does. Similar kind of thing. A skin is in you. You download a file that allows you to change the visual appearance of what it is that you're looking at. But you have but a skin for a character in Fortnite, don't you? I don't know. I you, don't play you Fortnite. You do. Yeah. I, I came yeah, into yeah. the studio one day. Robbie didn't think there was anyone in here, and he was doing Fortnite dances. Fortnite he he dances, was doing yeah. he was doing the you know the Griezmann thing. Oh, that's, not, that's that's Griezmann. That's not Fortnite. He took it for Fortnite. Oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> <laughs> that's fair disappointing. I know it is. Jesus Christ! Give me the match update. Oh, it's me. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm playing Amstein. Half time. I'm two 0 up. Vargas with a screamer. I went four one. Cordova scored. <laughs> 
<laughs> just like that. Yeah, like it's a friendly. I didn't give a shit. I won four one. I'm liking Cordova because he's scoring, and I have him up for sale. So I promptly take him away from sale after that. Okay, fair enough. Robbie, uh, Altac, same team as last time. So Smash stays a right back ahead of the injured Pozzo, who's out for three to five weeks. And with Pozzo, it's not even a joke. I don't know why he's laughing. He's got a comedy night tonight. Okay. Pozzo, three to five weeks. Does with he a, play with you? With a hernia injury. Does who, he play with you? Who? Pozzo. <laughs> Does he play with you? He does. I'm going to get so much average <laughs> out of this all here. No, I'm not playing him. Add the pazzo. No, Smash is in ah, the place. Don't put the pazzo in the car. We're taking what, the pazzo out, huh? What's, what's the sound that goes... It's a kind of like Italian type of... Papa Americano. That's it. We've created a gimmick. Papa Americano. Is he sounding like this? I don't know. Where's pazzo from? Cork. Where's pazzo from? So... Pozzo or po- Is whatever. it P-O-Z-O? We've lost a run of ourselves here. P-O-Z-O? Yes. From Cologne. He's playing with Cologne. Yes. K-O-L-N. He's not coming up on, on Google. Oh, jeez. He's not a real player. Who knows? He's not playing. Did you maybe, mean maybe it's, Cologne? maybe it's a nickname. Okay. There's a Cologne. There's a fragrance called Jesus de Poz- del Pozo. Anyway, so he's not playing. No, he's not playing. So. They have a good opening two minutes. Smash is right back. Schwab makes a good save. Nothing's happening. 22 minutes in, Matoma gives me the lead. Martel plays it into Vidra, who's my number 10. Um, he rebounds it to the winger at the edge of the box and he curls his effort brilliantly into the top far corner. It was a, very similar to Martel's goal in the previous game. Left edge of the box, sweeps it in with his right foot, curling effort, top corner, 1-0. Really good goal from Matoma. Great to see it. Um, 26 minute, 2-0. Carter back again, who's my left back, but is really good at going forward. Actually, he's reminiscent of Alexander Sinchenko for Arsenal in terms of the position he picks up um, he crosses it for Mena who's my right winger so I've kind of a front four of Mena off the right Matoma off the left Vidra is in behind Oot um, Mena gets it at the far post he heads home it was really poor keeping now I have to say from the keeper on this one but it was great to see um, similar enough to what Ivan Nilsson particularly was doing and also Pepe to an extent were doing for me uh, at Porto in terms of getting in at the far post and getting goals from the wing I always liked that Um Brilliant goal, great to see my wingers getting in. 2-0 up, 3-0 up again when Mena turned provider after he crosses from the right for Mark Oot who heads home to make it 3-0 after 32 minutes. Can't emphasize enough how good Oot is in the air. Doesn't even matter, doesn't have to be the best to cross it. He just gets up, leaps and he's able to get his header on target if nothing else. But usually it does find the back of the net so a really good weapon to have for my Arsenal. Um, 4-0 in the 38 minute, Matoma, who is unreal at this stage and he's tearing the defence to shreds like he does in real life. He crosses for Oot who peels off brilliantly to, to the far post, makes a brilliant double movement Oot actually I've seen in the replay where he makes a, a kind of a dummy run to the near post but just as the defender is kind of caught on his heels he peels off the back, gets that half a yard of space like any good striker would. Heads it in again, 4-0, delighted I've had seven shots they've only had one five of them have been on target they've only had one on target so the XG is 1.18 for me 0.09 for them 57% for me the only thing I would say is I'm 4-0 up but you actually look at the XG particularly it's slightly over one so I should be just about 1-0 up so again this is something that I think I noted in pre-season with Porto whereby the results looked a lot better than what maybe they should have been and that eventually did come to pass where I was started off really poor and finished quite poor with Porto as well so it's going to have to be something that I think about I have here down here ruthless aggression 
for a wrestling. Ruthless yeah. aggression. There you go. For That's a wrestling, a, a wrestling reference. Smackdown, am I right? Yeah, John Ruthless Cena. aggression, there you go. Well, ruthless aggression is regarded as the era after the Attitude Era. Okay. Right. Okay. I did, I did not so know So you had the new generation. You had the rock and wrestling. You had the new generation. You had the Attitude Era. Then you had Ruthless Aggression. Yeah. And then I think it was just the PG Era. I think that's what it was called. Oh, that yeah. was terrible. Yeah. That's, that's when they started to take the camera and cut to the audience for chair shots. Oh, yeah, ridiculous. Show us the chair shots. I want to yeah. see people get concussions, please. They scored a goal. Abdanovic scores a scoff goal for them when Cutterback loses it. My keeper rushes out from a wide low cross that he volleys home 4 1 after 51 minutes. That's it. 4 1. But they have nine shots to my eight at the end, bearing in mind it was 7 to 1 in favour of me at half time. Mm. Five on target for me, four on target for them. The XG is pretty much the same 1.20 to 1.21 I've had 56% possession I made no changes and if you look at those stats the scoreline is very flattering and that's quite worrying for the better teams to come if I'm being honest with you and then I have I'm going to try to sign Kyogre for a hashi so that was just um, off the cuff emotion Uh, off the back of that what formation are you playing? 4-2-3-1 Four two three one. What kind of mentality are you at? Control possession. What does mentality mean? Uh, like, uh, are you playing a, a like a balanced mentality, a positive balanced, mentality? Always balanced. Always balanced. You should always be balanced. So you master Uguay say that in Kung Fu Panda. I, I've never seen it, but I look into. You never it. seen it, Kung Fu Panda. No. Well, that should have been disclaimed before I fucking signed up to this podcast. <laughs> Christopher Loka has been in touch. Oh yeah, he I, says. He doesn't use Twitter as much as he should, but he's been listening to our latest episode about being in Germany. I think, Chris. Damn, how we are all butchering the names. <laughs> uh, but he says that uh, it is great to follow the episodes. He says, just so you know, the O in Cologne uh, is similar to the I in bird. So it'll be like Cologne. But we're uh, much safer using the English name of Cologne. Uh, He's studied German for four years in Swedish school. He also has a fellow teacher in Cologne. Luckily for you, she isn't into football manager, but on a more serious note, he said you're doing great. He loves listening to your bantering. Good job, Robbie, finishing ahead of the experienced emperor of the Sokoman Empire. What does that say about the emperor? Yeah, it doesn't say much. uh, Emperor with no clothes and all that. Uh, This is the thing. So um, Yeah, but the emperor's got (laughs) it. Lucky for us, we aren't going to do uh, Sweden in a save because then he would have had a Swedish class. And and we would definitely be going into the Muppet Swedish chef territory. <laughs> yeah, that is. Which apparently, I don't think that's politically. I don't, I don't know if you'd, you'd get away with that yeah. anymore. Uh, but I, I can go pazzo, huh? Aye. That's okay. Is I it? take on Reed, Reed, like Stephen Reed. Uh, we started with the same 11 that went out for the last match. 15 minutes into the game, Belgium with a toe poke. Lovely ball in from Colin Moani on the right hand side. He did all the work there. I don't know how it ended up. Uh, or how he ended up out on the right hand side he plays on the left wing but he did anyway he's back on the left Colin Moani that is 24 minutes gets on the end of a float across in from Zimmerman who I've playing as a right back half time it's 2-0 we concede immediately after the restart chap by the name of Dousey with a beat a beast, I say. Uh, uh, freed up by uh, Palmer. Valakari to Belgium on 57 minutes. Long ball in, gets on the end of it in acres of space, takes it on his left foot into the bottom left corner. Would have been a hat-trick. Uh, he had one ruled out in the first half. Ten minutes later, gets the hat-trick. Valakari takes a long shot, deflected out to Zimmerman, takes a shot. That's deflected. Goes to Belgium. Another goal. Could have been number five. Ruled offside. Valakari wins and converts a penalty at the end of it. 5-1. I'm fairly sure that I have a concrete uh, starting eleven. What do you play off formation? So uh, I had uh, I have my Benfica formation in there, which was uh, four two three one, and I have a four four two diamond, depending on on who's available or or unavailable. Yeah, 
So I don't like that diamond in Football Manager. It's on a bad. It's a it's a it's a different one. It worked Mm. with me. I think Um, at Atletico for a time. Yeah, I think it comes down to more the more the player more the player roles. So I've been playing. So I've been playing Bore as an AMC as a shadow striker. So he should be able to just fill that space in behind. Beljo and if Beljo is stranded or whoever is up front is stranded that Bori is able to like drop a little deeper to get the ball but like you know he's he's there as kind of if I if I could get him in a, in a position where he would be late coming into the box it'd be grand because there's a you know there's an opportunity to kind of pick up ball there but then when I bring Valkari on because he's demanding it I'm playing him as a straight up attacking midfielder just in a supporting role do you like he's demanding it and you're like yeah I have to give in to those demands yeah for some for some of them we will because what I, what I've done in this season is on the on the squad view so you you can see you have uh, you have a defender as left back who can also play in the centre. You've got right, uh, midfielders in the centre. You've got your defensive midfielders. So you can add a column into that squad view. So if you right click where they where they have the the title of the column for each column that's there. So let's say it's position, it's age, it's contract, it's value, it's performance, it's ability, blah blah blah. So if you add a column into there for best position. Then you can see, okay, well, I've been playing him as a, I've been playing him as a midfielder centre, but his best position, like straight off the bat, is going to be ball winning midfielder or box to box midfielder or deep line playmaker. And what I'm having a look at this season is what would I, what would I get out of the players if I played everybody in their best suited position when they came on? Does does that does that on rather than try and fit them into the system that I want to play? So if I want to play two up top with a target forward and a uh, fucking deep line forward and I'm sticking somebody in as a target forward who's rubbish because I want to play I a target you, forward yeah. but but his better position is, you know, play him as a poacher or play him as an advanced forward. So you would change your style to suit the players? That's what I'm in looking game. at. That's what I'm looking at, yeah. And that's that's the difference between the kind of setting the roles up for the diamond and then setting the yeah. roles up for a more kind of attacking attacking formation that doesn't really happen that doesn't happen at top level football anymore does it it wouldn't really but it's a game so I'm trying to see no I get you if I I game it in a way where it's like like I know if if I'm playing if I'm playing like two in the middle and a defensive midfielder I want to have a centre midfielder a a deep line playmaker and a ball with a midfielder in that little kind of triangle that you get in the middle I want that and I know how that works but if those players aren't kind of best suited to those roles, yes, I could train them or or train them towards that. But like straight out of the bat, if I'm bringing him in and he's saying, "Listen, you got to play me as, you got to play me as this," or "I want to play as this," I saw it last year with with Benfica when I started playing Fabio Martins in more of the role that he wanted to play as opposed to more of the role that I wanted him to play in. His mood goes up, his happiness is up, his training is better, his performances on the pitch are better. And if I get to the point where he says, "Okay, now I'm happy," because like you're given an you're given an amount of days to do this, so it could be like 180 days to achieve like ideal happiness for this player, or 90 days, or six, whatever the whatever yeah. the case is. As soon as he's happy and he's happy in that role, now I'm like, "Okay, now I'll start adjusting it back." So like I'll I'll get him to the point where he's comfortable playing where he is, where his morale is great, where his performances hopefully are are matching that um, and then start to make slight changes but okay. if I can get them if I can get them playing where they want to play 
I don't know. It's uh, not to sound a little bit defeatist on it, but if I think if it if it works, it works. Yeah, no, I agree with that, right? I agree with that. Yeah, generally, if results. something works, it works. That, I know. That's, yeah, that's it. Consensus that I would also agree with. Um, I get one more friendly. Who have you got, Shane O'Keefe? Me. Uh, I'm playing the mighty Forest Green Rovers. Yes. I don't know why. I don't know. This is already a fixture that was set up. Um, but yeah, just fitting wingers into weird positions. They kind of come off what you're doing. There you go. Um, 35-year-old sets up Cordova in the first minute, so I'm 1-0 up. Forrest Greenlaw are well in it, and I'm fearful uh, of United and Madrid based on the opening exchanges of this, because they're my two following friendlies. Uh, Cordova makes it two. Reese Oxford sets him up. I change the whole team around at halftime. Bauer scores a header. He makes it 3-0. I, and I really worked on some corner tactic stuff while you were doing your games in your friendly friendlies I'd worked okay. on specific corner routines um, maybe not overloading the box and keeping a few guys back because I got caught on a few corners last year so have, really, have you got anyone attacking the ball from the edge of the box I, none of your business but, ha- but ha- are you going to start defending routines I'm not going to tell you my no, fucking tactics I've, sta- I've started playing somebody who's going to sit and attack the ball on the edge of the box and I'm mixing up my right and left corner so one might go near one might go far but rather than rely on playing the s- exact same corner routine regardless of which side you're on at the pitch yeah I, I, I just have a few different routines that's all mm-hmm. I'm going to say mm-hmm. I ended up winning 3-1 anyway um, then we get a cup draw for the P- Polka we do I got in. Ingolstadt Ingolstadt Who you're going to be coming up against Tobias Beck And I'm hoping he buries you They're a Bundesliga They're a third division Bundesliga side Yeah Liga 3 um, Klun Get uh, Urdingen Urdingen Is that right? Urdingen yeah. yeah I've heard of them before Were they in Europe recently? They're a semi-pro side They were not in Europe recently I think No uh, And I get uh, Furstenwald Oh, first involved, of yeah, course. Yeah, they also semi-pro, uh, but because they're the 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 lesser teams get home advantage, uh, blah de blah de blah, because they're you know. The once you once, once you go below Bundesliga two, are they all semi-pro? Uh, f- that's a good question because the only way they go on about the, the ninety-two teams in the in the football league pyramid mm. in England that they blow on about all the time. Um, like is in La Liga, it's only the first two leagues are professional, isn't it? And and then it's I was just talking Bundesliga, it's the same because there's no like Bundesliga tree, is there? Oh, there or is, like, yeah. yeah, but yeah. there is. But like, there's a league below, but it's not like big. Or maybe I'm wrong. I, I don't know. Like Dresden were in there. Like they were a big old team back in the day. I don't know if they've come out of it yet or they're back oh, in I the second. For, yeah, I think they have. Um, but they were sniffing around there for a while. A few, a few of them have been sniffing around that. Yeah, side. but uh, I suppose what I'm trying to say is basically, are, in are, India, are, it seems quite rare, rare that in most countries you'd have four professional leagues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe I'm just maybe I'm just assuming. Ah, this is just like the the rest the rest of the boys that are I don't know I don't know what comes after Bundesliga three. Is there a like regional leagues or something? <laughs> Bundesliga four. Bundes harder. <laughs> die die hard. Um, Robbie, uh, penultimate friendly for you. Yeah. Nice word. Uh, is it penultimate for me last one? It's yeah. penultimate. You're dead right, Ken. Um, away from home. I remember I used that in a in an ad that I wrote without knowing what the word was. <laughs> I just thought it was a cool word for like you know a big game. <laughs> like no, the penultimate game of the Carlo Championship, and it was the final. <laughs> oh, Lord. Linguini genius, ladies Linguini and gentlemen. Genius. Yeah, yeah. From the man that brought you Pozzo. You're um, away from home? Yeah, Bacau. Vidra finds Oot with a lovely slip ball through and he finishes to make it 1 0 after one and a half minutes. Good start, good uh, good work 
teamwork between my number 10 and my number 9 attacking midfield player and striker for want of better words uh, minus scores when he is found by Smatch to make a 2-0 after 5 minutes I'm 2-0 up after 5 nothing happens after that it's 2-0 at half time I've had 13 shots 7 of them are on target 1.9 xg to 0.14 and I have a 77% possession I really am starting to question the meaning behind these friendlies this is pre-season right and I'm still doing what I did in pre-season last year, okay. playing the same eleven all the time, no substitutes. So I'm not like I'm not but, even making slight amendments. It's just the same thing, different season. Yeah, but if you play the same eleven in pre-season, you're doing a couple of things. You're either establishing your eleven that you're going to start with for the season yeah. ahead. Yeah. You're making sure that they get game time. You're making sure that their conditioning is improving. You're making sure that because there's like there's no challenge to the game, says Grant. There's like two nil wins and three nil wins and bigger wins. Good for morale. Good for a bit of team yeah. bonding. You're getting through a preseason training program. Your squad's benefiting no, an awful lot. But like, like Pozzo over there was talking about corner routines and everything. Yeah. And I what the fuck? Like what? Yeah, how do you do that? Too much fucking shitty time into it. Maybe like, so. I just go in like when you're playing matches. I just sit there. Like I don't do anything. Well, you were taking longer in the matches than fucking... In my matches? Yeah, I don't know what was going on there. I think it must have just been stopping a lot because I, I only have... I still have, and I can't remember the word, key highlights? Yes. Yeah, so have key highlights on, okay. so... But, like, all of that stuff, I haven't changed anything. It's just the same season, new team. We'll do, we'll do a crash course in all the other stuff. He doesn't need a crash course. Well, he doesn't why, why, he came he, second last year, like... Yeah. Yeah. This game is fundamentally flawed if someone oh, like that can do it. Go. Someone like that. He, wow. He's a fucking button masher. I know. No, you're a no. fucking Hold button on a masher. Hold on a minute. Now. He's like that dickhead. More you, know, you know when you're playing Fight Night and they just jab. Now, in fairness, I am that dickhead. Who plays in Fight, Fight Night anymore? Fight Night round three and round four are one of the best. Fucking Spo- spoiler for uh, anybody who wants to go back to some old school game and, and play Streets of Rage. You can absolutely oh. get through Streets of Rage with a jab. If you just time it. I tried to play Streets of Rage with my missus, right? And it was an absolute fucking clusterfuck because... She keeps calling in the cars, running out specials, running out rockets. Running out and then killing me. Yeah, see, there you go. Second half? Second half. Lubic, who is my other hole in midfield player beside Martelli, is a deflected cross that finds Oot, who's three yards out, heads home, 3-0 again. Can't emphasize enough, Mark Oot is not a very mobile striker, but he is in the box where it hurts. I personally don't like those sort of strikers. He's very kind of a throwback, but doing the job, training it up, 52 minutes. His heading also is ridiculous. It's another header by him. Uh, Smatch, who's still playing right back, goes over the top for Mina, who heads it in. This is a weird goal. Smatch is going down the right wing. Mina makes a kind of a run inside from out wide in to around the edge of the box on the right-hand side. He may smash, chips it over the left fullback. Mina runs onto it, and the keeper comes rushing out for absolutely no reason whatsoever. So Mina like goes low down with a diving header, but it looked like he could be absolutely smashed. But he heads it beyond the keeper anyway, and um, I go four nil up on the hour mark with. Uh, the two behind is looking good now I have to say the two behind my front four uh, they hit the power with a good effort and then Hubers with a long ball 
uh, finds Matoma Hubert is one of my centre backs alongside Killian who wants to leave by the way um, he finds Matoma who smashes home after he takes it down on his chest to make it 5-0 after 73 minutes um, it was a good goal and good stuff from Matoma I go 6-0 up then long ball to Maena who heads it down for Oot he volleys it home at the near post after 78 minutes that's 6 and then Rata gets an OG but all the work was done by Matoma he took it on the left brought it back inside created that little bit of space that you need to get your shot off I thought it was on target and they could have given the goal to him but nevertheless it deflected off uh, their recovering defender who is Rata and it went in uh, on 80 minutes then I get a hat-trick it was a hat-trick for Oot the game is over and it finishes 7-0 poetic yeah, is how I think. I think I texted you. Second, it second seven nil win of the week. Yeah. Uh, for a team that not the sweetest, but the second. Is your home jersey red? That is a question I should know the answer to. <laughs> I think it is. I think it is. No, actually, I was going to slag him off for saying he didn't know what jersey he was, but I also didn't know what jersey he was yeah, right for at least half an hour. Uh, late shout out in the recording to Dave Goodger FM, who's been playing the 98-99 database by Good Mad Scientist. Uh, he's into season four with Roma. He has just spent... I want to play the 98-99 database. Roma are going to win the Europa I will make that a thing for you. Uh, he has just spent £225 million... Pounds four seasons in oh my Jesus. on Ronaldo like R9 Ronaldo 22 goals in his first 12 200 games how much 225 million pounds back then money as well is, that's, is that's worth that's like a half a billion year. I don't know that's it's a like kind of mad that's mad, a billion mad, no wait where did he get the money in that game I don't know are you dealing with real like real life is this uh, like a 90 9999 database on, on the 23. 23 engine yeah oh so with the mon- the money wouldn't be adjusted then so like Ray Keane it cost like 70 million or something to buy possibly I what is he done sorry how do you do this you so, go back to 99 back so, to the future or something you mod, the, you mod the game and you change the database to reflect whatever area that you want to and these are that. these yeah. are serious mad scientist databases are serious so serious like I don't databases. understand why we're doing this fucking Augsburg save when we could be like prime inter AC and Juventus in 99 trying to stop a treble I suppose because I got caught up for match fixing and it kind of destroyed the reputation well, of the league and United bet them all on the way anyway okay our last friendly of the game uh, our last friendly of the week very quickly is for Chelsea they're lining up in that tactic that I now hate which is rather stupid three at the back two wing backs and Chilwell and James they've got Jorginho still there as a DMC Loftus-Cheek and Mount in the middle Broha Broha Broja Broha uh, and a bra and Havertz uh, up top takes us until 39 minutes we get a breakthrough goal Colin Mouani on the end of a 40 yard pass from Haig on the right hand side gets all the way into the box gets around Koulibaly dummies slots it into the goal at the near post or so I thought <gasps> I checked the uh, I checked the, the match um, statty things the, the match what do you call it what was the t- screen you were talking about left hand side you Home have the words screen. no the panel where it match tells you like, match summary the thingy that thingy uh, the, which says Belgio scored and that Colin Moani had set it up I'm not entirely sure what happened I end up re-watching the goal at the end it turns out that the keeper actually got a foot onto it skied it lands at the back post Belgio heads home uh, half time they obviously copped that uh, Koulibaly was at fault they give him the hook he's the only change at half time Fafana comes on for Chelsea Havertz pulls one back on 63 minutes uh, instant reply from us though uh, definitely Colin Moani this time has the ball in the back of the net on 64 has saved he sets him up and then at 78 minutes it's gone 3-1 we've actually pulled away from Chelsea Moani turns provider for Valakari threaded through ball on the left hand side picks it up in space only the goalkeeper to beat and he does game ends 
won a 9.3 performance for Mouani. The nearest to him was Valakari with a 7.6. I'm playing Colin Mouani on the left wing and I'm thinking I'm going to leave him there for the rest of the season. Six games in our preseason, six wins, 21 goals scored, four conceded. Granted him, five of them were like kind of Mickey Mouse games, but 3-1 against Chelsea um, was, was massive. I've got 12 days to the first round of the Cup. I get my last transfer in of what will be the pre-season spending. Mario Vushkovic, uh, Croatian, yet to be capped. He's got a skin, f- he's 21 years old. He's 18 under 21 caps, a couple of goals uh, as well, but he will be my uh, standby uh, centre-back. He's pretty good. Six Stand foot two. Boy. Lovely guy. Um, where do you finish up? You've got United. I have a few faves already. I'm kind of liking Car- Cordova. Uh-huh. Uh, I like Calmar. I just uh, don't really care for Fabio Martins, but fuck him. He's here now. We'll see what we can do. Play uh, on the left wing. No, tinker, tinker, I'm not tinker, playing tinker. wingers. I'm not tinkering. I'm just doing what Robbie did last year and just have a complete fucking ambivalence to whatever the fuck is going on around mm. me I'm just looking look I, as long as I finish somewhere in mid-table I don't really give a shit mm-hmm. uh, game crashed uh, when we were trying to play this yes so um, I got kicked out of the stadium I was allowed back in and I just watched the game as it was happening uh, Kyoto put us one up um, anyway so there was a lovely over the top ball from Yago. then after 36 minutes we're 2-0 up centre back pa- Bauer taps it in from a rebound from a free kick. I can't even pause the game like to look back at the, the goal, so I had to do that at the end of the game. Martial had a goal ruled out, so uh, I'm still 2-0 up. Kalmar then makes it 3. And then I win 7-0. How pro- No, I don't. Uh, Han crossed it in for Kalmar. He got in front of the defence. Lads, I'm going to win the league. If you can beat Man United, this is the thing. And it was a very strong Man United side. It was. It ended 3-1. Ronaldo got on the score sheet at the end. Ronaldo, of course, still at United in the game. Yeah. Doesn't matter. It's pre-season. That's the one thing I did learn from last year with Porto. I've read- I, did I beat PSG or drew a PSG? Yeah. Lost all six games in the Champions League. Yeah. Do not take any note of any result in pre-season. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of... But with, without European football this year, you don't have the worry about Champions League. You don't have to worry about performances, what they might do to the team. You've literally got domestic cup and league. That's the focus. Should have more resources. I'm never worried about healthier I just players. The same team. Like again, I don't, like what are you like? Are you playing a game on a Wednesday, being like, I need to change it for the Saturday or the Sunday because they could be tired. Probably, yeah. Yeah, I don't. I just play the same team. Uh, that's, maybe that's the difference of just I, o- overthinking football manager or not. Thing, I? Maybe we are overthinking it. I don't know. Maybe no, maybe you're. Maybe you're not. I don't know. I don't know. Um, it just wouldn't be for me to change the team. Think why, why change a winning team? There you go. Any more football cliches? Get the ball in the box. Good Lord. Uh, if there's a bit of rain about, it makes the surface wet, Michael Lund. It does. What a feeling it is to be a manager and bring someone on. That's where uh, we're going to leave it for this week these days before we uh, stray all the way into uh, ridiculous football cliches. Uh, you can get the podcast online, fmfshow.com. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, and you can find us on Twitter as well during the week. It's at fmfshow. Until next week, we'll talk to you then. Good luck. The Football Manager Football Show, brought to you by scoreline.ie.